0: We out
1: here. We're we can... out here, headed to Kill Tony Mania in Sacramento and San Francisco. Swagamento. Swagamento.
0: Swagamento. That's
1: David Lucas's voice that you are hearing. He's right here, <laughs> and yeah. we also have Ryan J E Belt. Oh, and you want to pop in frame. You this? <laughs> yeah.
0: Are you driving this one? I
1: might try. Ryan, say what's up uh, on David's on David's mic. What's up, everybody?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wow, got so much swag with that ponytail.
1: Heck yeah. Uh, behind Ryan J. Belt, we have Brian Redband.
0: <laughs> Hello, <laughs> hey, 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 hey,
1: Brian. Uh, and then uh, to his right, uh, we have his girlfriend, Janice. Hello, Janice. Good old bra eyes. Oh, she has her her sleeping mask on, which Tony's Tony said earlier. That's true, that's true. What, what, what did you think it was earlier, Tony?
2: I thought it was one of those Asian cough masks.
3: <laughs> why Why is it always Asian?
0: Nah, they're the only people that were, though.
4: I go on no like other stereotypes no one, and stuff. Hey, there's some bison on the right.
5: Speaking no.
0: of stereotypes, Asians bison. know a lot about those. little like a cow, red eh? man?
5: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. 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 <laughs> oh my goodness
1: that's the perfect start to this thing and then um behind uh janice is joel jimenez what's up joel what's up what's up hello hello hey hey uh and then to his left we have the one the only in the middle william montgomery Hey. Hello. Hey,
0: William, how are you, buddy? Good, how are y'all? Uh, doing well, man. He bought one pair of boxers for five days.
5: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, he got, he got all but, his but, shit in the Ziploc bag. But, but somehow he brought
1: seven pairs of Crocs.
5: <laughs> uh,
1: to his left is Chroma Chris Dillon. What's up, oh. Chroma Chris? Hello. Hey, when we have a full... This is a... Uh, this is a what do what do they call it a Mercedes Sprinter van? We're in a Sprinter. Uh, should we give them a tour? Give them a little tour. Let's We're in some rap shit. So uh, this is like a kind of a if you guys want to kind of pass the camera around to the yeah. back. Let me show. Yeah, right. We got to show uh, the TV, this is like on Xbox. An interactive, yeah, you see that TV Xbox. It's, it's called a Mercedes Tenet Sprinter Windows. van, I believe. And uh, this is a uh, this is actually a very comfortable van. The way. Uh, yeah. Brian's giving a little tour with the with oh, the camera uh, back there. Yeah. Hey guys. <laughs> this is quite the 3D experience. Um, but yeah, we started uh started driving at 10 a.m. this morning on the way to uh, to Sacramento, and we have everybody there, and we're excited to do six shows this weekend, which is, is that Mark Norman up there, which is uh, unprecedented. <laughs> six, six shows. Uh, we, got, we got six shows. I don't know. Hey, hey, what's going
4: on? Hey, how are you? i All right. I think somebody might've hit the uh, stop record during the past round, but I turned it back on.
0: Oh, thank you. <laughs>
4: Good grief.
0: Ooh, crisis. Oh, so handy ass red band. Mm-hmm. Uh,
4: it, it's kind
1: of funny when, uh, Tony, last year, when you said that we were doing two Kill Tonys, uh, I was like, that's crazy. We're doing two Kill Tonys in, in San Francisco?
2: Just thinking about that, isn't it absolutely nuts how like routine this has gotten since then? The big event it became mania because we were doing two in a night for the first time. <coughs> now we're doing two in a night twice at the same place, and two before that in Sacramento.
1: Yeah, it's pretty insane. Six shows total, and uh, I just love that the, the I, I love the fact that we're all driving in one van up there because last year what we did we uh we had a little bit of a different kind of setup for uh the van that we drove in and it how many people was in there 10 or 11 there's 14 people in that van yeah.
2: there was more people and less cargo space so i made a slight adjustment this year the cargo space was very necessary this year since we're hauling the drums and
1: the guitar and like an amp and all the luggage and six shows you know, six different characters. So uh, the the packing was was a little a uh, little bit more intense than usual. How's uh, how's the back road doing back there? Huh? Oh, uh, you know, uh, great. You should, uh,
2: you should show the people watching, like what the view looks like. We're driving through real California. Yeah, like, show awesome. them some of that. Driving through real desert canyons, uh, amber waves of grain. <laughs>
6: Man, just so right now. Mountain Majesty.
0: I don't want to be over here during the fucking rainstorm.
2: Not really the best view.
0: Nah, it's a little. It's you gotta idea. wait till you get like. During, do we pass through Big Sur? Uh,
1: yeah. no, that's uh, about, we gotta go that's to like F. way, way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's like way farther uh, north, I believe. Big Sur. Uh, we got. This might be one of the first times. Uh, on camera that we've had everybody literally in the same exact space that ha- you know that that has something to do with kill tony it's literally all the working parts yeah. of the show kind of crazy
2: if anything happened to us on this trip it would be uh fuck. Yeah, that'd be the end of the show.
4: <laughs> a lot of good memes though, I bet. I bet there'd be a lot of cool Photoshops. Yeah. yeah hell, kill yeah. everybody. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. yeah.
0: T- Tony killed everyone. <laughs> oh yeah. Kill
4: Tony. Oh fuck.
6: That's a crazy thought that our death, the, the best thing that would come out of it is a lot of good memes. <laughs> hey. It's a sign of the time. We're in that internet age, you know right. what I'm
0: saying? Internet ain't shit.
6: <laughs> I want to be buried inside of a meme.
0: <laughs>
7: Man, this is eat up. We're going through the grapevine. We are going through the grapevine, so this is the uh the twisty. Should we sing? I mean we,
4: we always can sing. Yeah. We're we're about what? 45 minutes away from the poop part. That's my favorite part.
0: From the what? What's the poop? Oh, Whoa. the smell. Yeah.
5: You drive oh, through uh,
1: about 30 minutes of, of uh, bison. Uh, <laughs> that uh, It
0: ain't no bison out here. What are you talking about? They're bison. Think this bison.
2: Do you know where bison do exist, David? Just out of curiosity.
0: Probably in Nebraska.
2: You're pretty close.
0: In the Midwest. Uh,
2: yeah, yeah.
0: It ain't, it ain't. It's
2: actually directly between <laughs> Salt Lake City and uh, fucking, um, where was it? Uh,
7: I don't know. Where in, was that? Uh,
6: I know where it is, but. I have no idea. Oh, Boise?
2: Something like that. This is we went joke. This is joke. After Salt Lake City. Yeah, I once saw a bison, and then, and then I saw some cows, and then I saw more bison, and then I saw what appeared to be bison again, but were cows. And I go, it's crazy that I'm seeing bison out here. And they looked and saw cows, and they're like, oh, it's cows.
0: I said, that's a brown cow, bro. Y'all know what Neil guy That's a new version, well, a new what, version uh? of the story. Neil guy. Yeah, yeah, right. No. Neil guy? Yeah, they're like they're like a, a deer, like, let me find a picture. They, they're they like uh, rampant in Texas. Neil guy. Have you heard of them, Brian? I read a lot.
1: Chroma Chris? Have you heard of them? Neil Guy? Neal guy?
2: The smartest person in this van times a thousand is Ryan J. Ebelt. So let's check in with Ryan J and see if he's heard about this animal.
0: Uh, David. I got a picture of it. No, I
1: definitely have not. Okay. They
0: they're imported from somewhere and they got them all in Texas. Neal guy. They look did like bison mixed Did you with find deer. it? Huh. Mixed with a little bit of goat. Oh, weird! Hey, big as hell, huh? Look at this thing.
6: You're just <laughs> you're just showing Jeremiah new stuff. He can barbecue. I've <laughs> never. I'll put that in a slow cooker right there. Wow!
1: See, Thanks I know, that, I know, I about. know some
0: stuff besides roast jokes.
1: <laughs> I know you know about animals and none of us know about. We were playing. It was. I'm a hunter, man. I hunt. You know. uh, by the way, I started this is how I started the morning for this trip. Uh, I I guess I put a bottle of water in my uh, cargo shorts without the cap on. Never done that in my life. Uh, got into the van, just poured everywhere all over the side of my cargo shorts. I'm sitting in wet shorts right now and uh it's maybe the happiest i've made tony in a long time
2: yeah i had no idea i was gonna start the morning with the hardest laugh that i possibly can have i haven't laughed that hard since uh the real last podcast when our friend told us that she wants to bang tim Dillon. oh dude that was you so know, fun funny fact about that a fun fact about that is I truly, at one point, almost passed out, and at another point, almost puked. I felt like both things
7: were going to happen. Because, yeah, yeah, that was a uh, that was a pretty fun, pretty fun moment. Chroma Chris,
1: we don't get to hear from you uh, that often, um, so I just wanted to say hey and uh, and and check hey, in right? with you, pal. Say, uh, I'm excited that you're uh, coming on the road with us this weekend.
2: Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad I, uh, I get to come. I was able to uh, clear my whole schedule and I was uh, I made sure to let you guys know several times. I was like, hey, I'm clear. I'm open, guys. <laughs> we messaged Chris.
1: We messaged Chris multiple times. Like, can you come? And he's like, yeah. And then we would message him again. Like, are you sure? Yeah. I was and he's like, like guys, yes, guys, I cleared it. <laughs>
2: You're like, are you sure? Maybe you can't come for maybe just two of them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man, got a lot of surprises in store for. Uh, now we're going right for the Kiltony mania. <laughs> do, you, do you know west and east, or do you just say right in the left?
5: <laughs> yeah, now
7: we're going down on the map. <laughs> uh, Brian Redband, hello, what's, what's going, going on? on?
4: Nothing. nothing. enjoying David's uh, smoke smell. Oh what flavor is it? Aussie bowl. Acai. Acai. Oh, it's like have one you of eight bison. Ah, uh, yes. Like, yeah, I've had bison burgers. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. It's really good. You had an Arby's chance. Yeah, Arby's. Arby's had a yeah. limited edition bison uh sandwich and it was actually even, really good.
0: I don't even know how Arby's still exists, man. <laughs> what do you mean? I, I, People hate on Arby's. I, I
1: like I
4: Arby's. You don't like
0: Arby's, David? No, nah, I eat the French fries. The curly fries? Yeah, the curly fries are have good.
2: You a, uh, have you happened to have a uh, beef and cheddar with the onion bun? Oh,
0: no, that's so yeah, good. Yeah, that's the beef. Well, I'm a, pe- you I'm a pescatarian a- now, so I definitely. Oh, yeah.
2: You, you know,
4: I, we were talking about this before you came, Tony. We were I had a In-N-Out again yesterday. You know that has to be the most overrated sandwich. their burger. fries is garbage. Bro, their right. fries are one of the worst Whoa, fries ever. Look at
2: the license plate on the car in front of us. It's Pod. What are the odds of that? We're a whole podcast crew, wow. and the license wow. plate says
7: Pod.
0: Whoa! Wow. That can't be a real right? license plate. That car it does says look PID. like when a spaceship breaks it's off from the rest of the, the rocket. Really like, man, That's like, really like, like a like an illegal license
7: sh- plate. Oh yeah. <laughs> Wow, that's cool.
6: Jeremiah, Chris said that's the band (laughs) POD.
5: Chroma Chris, batting a (laughs) thousand.
6: (laughs) Well, Tony, uh, it was the band POD.
1: That's so funny, dude. What what if we drove by and it was the lead singer of POD? Jeremiah, what's your
5: five
4: favorite uh, fast food burgers?
7: My five and favorite Fastenburgers? Ranked, ranked in a row, like number Ooh. one through
4: five. Okay.
1: Um, can be from any state, correct?
4: Any state, but more like Nash, nationwide
1: for, for the most part.
7: national chains. Yeah. Okay. Um, hmm. in and out is in my top five. Is?
1: It is. Yeah. Whataburger is in my top five. Yeah, Me Whataburger. Too. Whataburger. Uh trying to think of um other chains. BK that... BK's <sighs> garbage. I wouldn't I wouldn't put them in my burger top five. Definitely not in my in my in
2: it, you got Shake Shack, you got In and Out, oh, you yeah, got uh what's the other
0: burger five place? Guys. Five guys. Five guys. Y'all ever had cookout?
2: No. Yeah, that
4: yeah. back yeah, backyard burger, whatever.
0: Not, yeah. Uh, they got them in the south,
4: real heavy. I would say number one Shake Shack. I me. would put Shake Shack in there for sure. Wendy's and, and Five Guys. Yeah, yeah, Shake Shack is
1: up there. Five
0: Guys, Shake Shack. She said Wendy's. Wendy's in ain't up. bad. Yeah, Wendy's is like pretty good.
1: Certain certain bacon. Uh, they've got some good bacon there, like Chris is on their on their burgers. Carl's Jr. into the mix. Ugh, garbage. No, not for not. If we're talking breakfast. <laughs> they have the best biscuits and gravy. Oh my god. Better than goodness.
6: Whataburgers? Uh Whataburgers is pretty fucking good. Yeah, they're
1: their biscuits are really burger. Frisco oh, melts sounds good, good But that's about steak it. And is steak and
0: shake.
7: Steak pretty good. Have you ever had the habit? The habit's one of my favorites. Yeah. Habit's no. good. Uh yeah. I mean but that probably consists of like the top five like burgers uh that, that are that are to go
0: checkers never uh, been in checkers is that considered fast food you yeah that's yeah. yeah. No. But I don't even have nowhere you can sit down oh really yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tony what about you
2: I mean I'm an in and out guy I think if you like the actual flavor of beef and not just a bunch of uh, different things then in and out is the undefeated number one I think if I'm in the mood for a lot of flavor like a lot of you know, jalapenos and cheese and other shit. Then Steak Shack or wait, is that it? Shake. Wait, what is it? Shake Shack. Shake Shack. 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 Yeah, because they have all the like the chopped peppers and whatever. But I mean, as far as a regular burger, I just don't see anything beating uh, in and out. I like the flavor of beef. I don't understand it's that. It's
4: cheap. I would like to do a blindfold taste test with all the of us. The in
0: bad. Choose.
4: It's not bad.
1: It's I'm just the saying fries it,
0: that
4: well, suck. the fries suck too, but... You
1: not. just have to get cheese on them. You just have to get cheese on them. I
0: don't know what they make them shits out of. It just tastes
1: well, like they're, starch. they're fresh potatoes. Yeah, but... They man, do it right in front of everybody. I don't
2: know, man. The thing. reason why you guys don't like it is because it's fresh and natural. You guys like fucking preservatives and butter.
1: Anyway. I, I might put McDonald's we'll in my put top five. Fries, I think I'll put McDonald's in my top five. Quarter,
2: quarter pounder yeah. ain't bad
1: for for a Big Mac or a quarter pounder. The
2: conversation's over. It's <laughs> over now. You just ruined it.
1: I don't know. That's not a real I mean, burger.
3: I think we have
1: Dude, to to- it's fast food. It doesn't have to be. What'd you say, Janice?
4: I think we should do a face off.
1: what you yeah. say? A face off. Like blind. Oh, taste a blind test. taste 10 test. Ten
4: burgers. The
1: problem with. With McDonald's though, it's such a specific taste. I feel like you would know right Right.
5: away which
2: one's McDonald's. You eat enough McDonald's, you'll be doing blind taste tests for the rest of your life.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Hilarious.
1: Okay, then let's uh, then let's talk. uh, Well, there's I guess there's not.
0: We should stop and get some fruit.
1: Get some fruit. Yeah, they're selling purple over here on the side of the road. <laughs> <laughs> David, David, before the podcast started, he said that the black people don't call it grape; they call it purple. So. They do.
0: <laughs> let me so, get some uh, of that purple drink.
1: Uh huh. Exactly. So Joel was uh, gracefully red. calling back. Yeah,
0: that's what they. Let me get that red drink. That red not fruit punch.
1: Yeah, red, red, <laughs> green is not like a super popular color that ever. Uh, Took off like for fruit. High C Echo Cooler was
2: pretty sweet back then. Other day. than Mountain Dew, but that's not really fruit. Jolly, Jolly Ranchers, green's a good one.
0: Yeah, it ain't no green drink outside Yeah, it's not a green
2: drink. Yeah. They tried
1: to do Mountain Shrek Dew. ketchup and they, when that movie came <laughs> oh, out, and there was God. green ketchup and it didn't sell because it freaked too many people out.
0: That sounds stupid.
2: Ecto Cooler.
1: Yeah,
4: Ecto Cooler. What's Ecto Cooler?
2: Ecto Cooler is a drink by High C from the Ghostbusters days and, uh, it was the best, man. It was the greatest string,
7: like ever. It's right. pretty
0: good. It had the green oh. monster on it. Yes. Yeah, I remember that. Adam Ray. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. How was the remake of Billy, Ghostbusters? Billy Bonnell. <laughs> <Billy> Bo- <laughs> 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 the reference that
1: Brian Redband has dropped in literally, I want to say, oh, yeah. 30 episodes of Kill Tony sprinkled out the years. He's like, you look like Billy Bonnell and no like <laughs> like he's our buddy and he's a super funny L.A. comic, but like for somebody in rain in a random state like and it, then there's Mexican Billy. Bonnell,
2: <laughs> even Billy Bonnell doesn't get the joke. <laughs> yeah, because
1: his name is Billy
7: Bonnell.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
7: yeah. Hey, Joel. Yeah. What's William doing? Oh, he's back here playing one of those fucking
6: like Clash of Clans games or something like that. They, and then as soon as you asked that, he opened yeah, he up his notebook. Good. Now he's writing.
1: Oh, my. <laughs> hey, hey, what, could, hey, can I talk to William Montgomery yeah, for a second?
8: Seriously, I'm not talking a lot. I uh, I have the measles and the bumps. Oh, no. A gash, a rash and purple bumps. My mouth is wet, my throat is dry, I'm going blind in my right eye, my tonsils <laughs> are as big as rocks, I've counted 16 chicken pox, and there's one more that's 17, and don't you think my face looks green?
6: Wait a minute, are you reading Shell Silverstein.
8: Silverstein? Yeah. This is Shell Silverstein. Oh
0: <laughs> He's reading Shell Silverstein. Shell Silverstein
1: guy. Oh my goodness.
0: <laughs> I thought it was from Dr. Seuss. Who
1: Dr. Shel. Seuss gets the flu. What is this? is like
2: no man's land out here.
0: I ain't seen a restaurant in 20 minutes. Yeah, this is
2: uh, John Denver was full of shit. <laughs> 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 it's
1: so flat around here, it's crazy. Uh, no, no, no. Well, ola, oh, a little, uh, get a little tour of taste California. I mean, who would have thought that uh, parts of California are like this? Exactly. So right? stop moving here. All right. Did somebody fart back here? Yeah, it was William, definitely. <laughs> oh. Yeah, we may be coming up on the cows. Bison. Yeah, there
6: or you go. Or William farted while reciting <laughs> Shell Silver. God damn it!
1: Can we open? A, can we open
6: a window for no. like a second?
1: No, just have David blow some vape vape yeah, clouds. David, back will there. you blow vape juice this way, please?
4: <laughs>
1: Jesus. That's that's Christ. the new air freshener for farts is just vape.
6: Oh no. The flavor he's smoking is William's farts. Oh my goodness. Oh my god, it's increasing.
1: <laughs> What's going on back? That's that shit. That was Don't an accident. Party. Man.
7: Yo, that smells like purple fart back there, guys. Yeah. He had to
0: stand up. Man,
7: I, hair came out, that one. He it it was up.
0: the. Either you farted, ag-
6: either you farted again or it like got worse. I know it's.
0: it's that bad because he probably don't have no underwear it on. Like yellow.
5: It
7: smells like <laughs> yellow, <laughs> <laughs>
0: William, you back there, <laughs> bare booty farting. <laughs>
4: Hey,
5: uh, your shorts is wait. moist. Janice, I
4: need your Asian
1: <laughs> face mask. I, I don't know how William made my shorts wetter when he farted.
0: <laughs> <laughs> don't know
1: that, that's sit possible. next to William, they said. It'll be fine. Hey, uh, Joel, have you learned anything about William on this trip? Because uh, uh, I think it'd be good yes. to get to know William <laughs> a little bit more. Um, no, not a damn thing. Uh, yeah. I, I did find out that he
6: really is getting he really did get kicked out of his house. Okay,
1: William, can we do two truths and a lie with you? You have to tell one truth though. My hair's red. The two um, lies and a truth.
7: Yeah. No,
1: I think it should be two truths and a lie. So how does this work? Okay, well, so I just got a whiff of that <laughs> shit.
0: <I'm>
4: like <laughs> what's truth? <laughs> Damn, what yeah, are, yeah, what yeah, is truth? Be so just a tiny bit.
1: Dude, it's the it's the stuff outside, dude. You gotta you gotta chill out. It's literally outside. It's gonna be Joel. Joel, it's it's gonna be way
0: worse if we crack the window right now. Why y'all keep saying
7: bison?
0: Oh, I'm like, who the fuck herds bison? That'll probably be a (laughs) superfood.
7: There's a ton of bison. Look at all that! Look bison. at all those blatant
0: bison over there. And they got them, them bison got solar panels. Uh, man, they got spots on those bisons. <laughs> they got 101 Dalmatian bison. Um, Cows I are love, ugly.
7: I I think they're adorable. That black and white shit don't do it. It's like uh yeah. Nah, that's that. No, out it's it's definitely outside. What is this? That, that sulfur yeah. smell. Try to talk into the mic, guys. If,
1: if too you're, much nitrogen. If, if you're uh, back there with it. Uh, oh, that's not even the bad so one.
4: And a lie.
1: So two truths and a lie with William Montgomery. Let's try to let's try to get this off. So so William, you have to tell two truths and one lie, and then we have to figure out which one is real and which one uh, which two are real and which one is the lie. Okay. Okay.
6: I have red hair.
1: I'm on Kill Tony
7: and I killed a man. <laughs> <laughs> William, you ready? Uh, yes. Okay. Stand up a little bit.
5: I didn't try to grow cotton in You should try to make
2: a truck hong for old time's sake. Oh, monster
1: energy drink tour style. 2017, my friend.
0: That's it. That's cotton, bro. I'm black, I know.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't gonna touch that. (laughs) (laughs) William, you ready? Uh yes. Okay. Two truths and a lie. We don't know the order and arrangement. We have to guess. Go whenever you're ready. Uh, Growing up, I had a three-legged
8: dog named Binky who uh, uh, got let out of our backyard by my cousin Taylor. Uh, I saw Binky got hit. Um, A friend of my father saved him. He ended up making it probably five years after that. Um, That's one. Another one is... um, There was a... a a black lady who used to clean my parents' house. She had fake teeth. We couldn't find her fake teeth one day. Um, We're looking all around. My middle brother Vance is in his crib. He's a little boy. He smiles. And it's like this gold tooth smile. The fake teeth were in Vance's mouth.
5: Um...
1: Uh, <laughs> okay, what's the other one? Um hey, remember
8: it's two truths
1: and one lie.
5: It was truly lies.
8: Uh, <laughs> um
7: what's another one? Um uh probably 15 years this one one would be the truth
2: william
8: yes yeah okay um (laughs) uh growing up it was hard for me to learn how to read i had to go to something called transition in between kindergarten and first grade i remember during one of the show and tells i brought a uh it was like a, a camel toy or no it was a lamb toy and I got up in front of the class of 10 kids and one of the kids and sitting watching me said, Mary had a little lamb. And all of the kids started laughing at me and I was just standing up in front of everybody, just wondering why Miss Henderson wasn't stopping what was going on. It was, it honestly, it was nightmarish. That's it was, the most
3: honest thing I've ever heard from William.
8: Yeah. The-
1: it was horrible. <laughs> it left an impression on me. That's like his origin story
8: right it there. Is, on it is, Why, really why
5: he became
1: yeah, a comedian. <laughs> Yeah, no, it really was hard. It left an impression. OK, me. so I'm going to go out on a limb here, William, and say that the black lady <laughs> that used to nanny for you guys who had missing teeth. you you looked in the crib and saw <laughs> that your brother was wearing her teeth is not true. That was true. No, Imogene, she was <laughs> saying that was true. That was true. <laughs> That's okay hilarious. okay so we have one truth uh the a little lamb that's definitely true yes yes and then that the, what was the other one what was the first one dog. the three leg you didn't have a three-legged dog no that was also true wait how did the thing work i was supposed to do one you one, wait one. you did you told three truths <laughs> <laughs> three truths uh, three truths no lies yes norma yes. Jean is a real person yes yeah that Really? Yes, that's a true Congratu- story. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> right. Turning this on his it's head. <laughs> right. That's, dude, that's amazing. Those, dude, that story is so funny. <laughs> that's real. Have
4: you yeah, ever yeah, told yeah. that story on States about the teeth? I never have. You should, man. That's hilarious.
1: It's so good. It's so good. I should.
7: Well, yeah. Minutes. Yeah, maybe I'll say it tonight. <laughs> yeah. Feel free to do that. I will. That'll work.
0: Cool. Perfect.
7: That will work.
0: (laughs) Kill Tony gets you so much material. Yeah. Because you got to do so much new stuff.
2: Yeah. Once you get in the routine of writing or having to force yourself to try a minute a week. It teaches you a, uh, a lot about what you're capable of.
0: Discipline. Hell yeah. That's, I have an hour in no time
2: that's fifty two uh minutes, minutes a year yeah. well, not to mention the these extra shows, yeah. like six, so that's an hour six this week, and then other ones so yeah, the la Jolla, four la Jollas in a year. you got it
0: huh. are we, in we gonna the words of Brody. <laughs> are, are we gonna are we gonna
2: go uh are we gonna start doing La Jolla quarterly? Yep, we're trying to. I think next one's in uh, March. It looks like whole big crazy weekend in March. La Jolla. It's gonna be a blast.
6: What's uh what's the legal uh rules about seatbelts in a van like this?
1: Uh, I don't know. I don't know if you for that far back if you need to or not. I want to fly from the
6: back to the front windshield. (laughs) Um, Tracy Morgan style
0: oh this wow
5: if it's, <laughs> tracy morgan, if it's
0: tracy morgan style i want that because that was a big check i'm cool on that that motherfucker ain't gonna never be right
1: uh i want to get into this next segment fanning out fanning out questions from fans i reached out to people online and uh, they've got some questions for uh, for the cast of Kill Tony. Uh, the first question uh, comes from Organic Sound on Reddit. Uh, question for Red Band: Are you Cracker Barrel Kid 55?
7: <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. William, response to that? Oh, shit. By the way, if
2: we're going to get hit, we should do it right now. This is an Amazon <laughs> truck, guys. You want to <laughs> fucking do this shit? once wants <laughs> to get rich right now. <laughs> Tony just yells, Jeff Bezos, <laughs>
1: and <laughs> plows into it.
0: <laughs> I oh, am
2: honestly
8: a little worried.
0: There I knew When a was driving, too. I've never seen that.
8: There is a guy who's from San Francisco who sends me uh, messages. I don't think I have them. I think I, I delete them, but I think he's going to be there. I'm a little nervous that he's going to come come get me when we're in San Francisco.
4: Yeah. We'll see. Um, Is there a real Cracker Barrel 55? Is that like a real... Somebody made it. Somebody made it. Somebody made it, I think, after William It's probably the same guy that does uh, the other guy, right? The the Asian one.
7: Yeah, Tony Chin. Chin. Could be. I don't know. I don't know. I spawned Uh, a number of
1: monsters after talking about that, though. um, This one comes from uh, Freaky Fast Harvick. On uh, on Reddit, Uh, this says um, question for everyone. Do you have a specific routine to get ready before the
7: shows?
2: I always make sure I go pee. I check my uh, pieces of papers that have the dates, upcoming tour dates and what ads we have to do. And... uh, I just make sure that the guest is extra comfortable and they know that the outlay of the show. I always tell the guests the same thing, which is we don't interrupt the 60 seconds and uh, don't feel pressured to say too much. Have fun. Don't take shots at the band because they're beloved on the show. It'd just be a bad move. And uh you don't have to be nice and you don't have to be mean, you know, just hit home runs. Yeah, there
0: we go. So, yeah.
2: Uh, David, you have a, uh,
1: a routine that you do before you hit the stage. Uh, you being our newest regular on the show, it's probably just more in general for stand-up rather than... Or maybe maybe it is something that you do specifically right before Kill Tony.
0: I do like a little mild meditation or I just recite some shit in my head. Okay. Yeah, and then I just go out there
1: and do my thing. Uh, I kind of want to hear, uh, you want to pass the mic to Ryan J. Ebel, I, I kind of want to hear his prep before the show because I feel like that's very interesting. Uh, you, you're our house artist for the show, and uh, uh, a lot of people may not have heard your voice that much uh, right. because we just see your amazing art every episode. So what's your process before going uh, and setting up for, for Kill Tony and stuff like that?
9: Well, I usually have to look up who the guests are, and I have a long running file of reference photos of everybody on the show because frequently, and I, I now, when I first started, I used to wing it a lot more. Like I, I would look up who was going to be on the show so I'd have an idea of what they'd look like. And since I was usually only doing Tony, Red Band, and then the two guests, you know, sometimes I just totally wing it. Uh, but once we kept adding people and I started trying to incorporate the band and try to get the regulars in when I could, or, you know, if somebody popped in, like, you know, Doug Benson stopped by the show or Ron White or whoever, um, you know, it got to be so many people that it's like, now I kind of have to block something in. I have to have kind of a rough idea, like like at least space out seven or eight heads depending on who's going to be on the show. Yeah. And, um. Yeah. And then I, I, you know, I try to flow with it, you know, depending on like like a lot of times it's like I use the band is like, you know, because when you guys bring in the various costumes, it almost lends a sort of theme an overall theme to the show. So it's like that's why I, I, sometimes I build stuff around that and uh, or, you know, specific things that any of the comics bring up or that comes up during the interview or anything like that, that, that I can try to incorporate to personalize it to that show um yeah and then a lot of it's just trying to pick out what what i want to do it in
1: you know like how often are you like halfway through the show and you're like oh i i may not finish this like or or you start like kind of there's a little bit of panic that sets in like oh i need to hurry up on aspects oh oh,
9: very frequently uh (laughs) although usually it's not halfway because a lot of times i'm sort of like i i have an ear on the show uh, usually when freak out time occurs is whenever I hear, well, we have a regular on this show. Oh yeah. That's usually that's what like... I know. Cause it's like, all right, we're going to do the regulars and we might do one or two more. And I'm and that's when I'm looking down going, Oh God, I've just got to start throwing stuff on here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: That's
4: pretty cool. Okay. Uh, Brian, do you have a prep that you, I mean, just hook everything up. <laughs> yeah, yeah i don't really have time for prep usually when i'm done hooking stuff up i go in the back and it with everyone usually you'll ask joel uh, or
1: myself for uh, the song that we're going to come out for the intro and yeah. we either have to send that to you or
4: joel will send you like a spotify link yeah uh, the bad part about my thing is when we go on these road trips I, I have like different stuff i bring than i do on the monday shows and there's so many little adapters and cables and cords and It's it's about 30 different things I have to plug in or have and then it's different from the road show. So it's it's kind of stressful because like when I especially when we come back from a week, I'm like, shit, did I bring all the extra stuff that I need for the comedy store show that I didn't bring on the road and. A lot of times it's like one little adapter can fuck me up. So now I have like two of everything. and yeah. three Yeah. Do you everything try to keep and... things like separate that yeah. way? So it's, yeah, yeah. Cause I can imagine night would be super stressful. Yeah. Uh, thank you Apple for having me have so many fucking adapters. Oh dude. It's crazy.
1: I mean, just the money that they've made off of adapters is insane. Uh, this is how far we are. Uh, uh, 263 miles from Sacramento is where we are headed right now. Just to give you guys an update. Um, Joel, what's your prep before the show? Because uh, um, I, 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 you're kind of running around sometimes. Uh, before the uh, the show, Joel. Yeah, yeah. When you asked
4: pre-show
6: rituals, Chris said that mine is panic. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's kind of true. Yeah. Uh, sometimes I I get there, I set up my drums. Um, and then, yeah, I don't I don't love being trapped in that back room for too long. So I like to get out and like move around and get air and stuff. But uh, also just us getting into costume is part of a pre-show ritual now at this point. Uh, yeah, that's it. I like what like right before we go out, you know, we'll all pound fists and like try to we always say laugh, let's
1: have fun. And yeah, we always uh, kind of look at each other. We either say, let's have fun or uh, uh, we'll kind of pat each other back kind of like a, like a, an improv thing or like, I got your back. like let's have fun. Let's, uh, let's try to make each other laugh. We say that a lot backstage. Yeah. Um, Chris, uh, you and I uh, are always prepping music like crazy up until the last minute. Yeah. before every single episode um we'll, we'll
2: usually start planning ahead like midweek, i'll start trying to like, like midweek i'll start trying to think of songs that kind of fit in with our costumes yeah uh, yeah we'll just start coming up with what songs we're going to start playing and then uh me and you will get together beforehand and uh, just start laying them down and figuring them out
1: yeah chris usually will have a, a general idea of the key he's going to be playing in and then i'll listen to it a couple times just kind of find it really quick and then we'll literally start jotting down the notes like uh, or the chords uh, f- for Chris on uh, on sheets of paper. So that's why uh, on the Kill Tony on Mondays, we have, have that music stand as I'm literally sight reading from what we just uh, uh, were listening to backstage and rehearsing. What's
7: that? Yeah.
1: Oh, William just uh, piped up out of nowhere asking for that weed. pen. <laughs> Wow. There's sheep? Uh, uh cool. That's a good question. Um this uh this one comes from <laughs> this is kind of funny. This is from Z on Reddit. Questions for everyone. What is the grossest shit you've personally witnessed Red Band do? <laughs>
7: <laughs> I'm going to start with uh, Tony Hinchcliffe on this one well I
2: mean this is a real there's so many things that float to the front of my brain on this uh, I mean personally the grossest thing to me uh, probably really just you know really just like Watching him eats a pretty big one, <laughs> um, but no uh the time that he far- kept farting in the car like that's just the there's nothing worse than to think about his innards, like the air <laughs> trapped in his gastrous stomach uh leaking out of where the poop comes out like I mean there's just I can't imagine anything worse than that, so yeah, that's him farting is actual farting is the grossest thing you think i You think I hate the fart soundboard. You should see me when he actually lets actual air float out of his ass. I mean, farts are naturally gross, but I mean, I don't know if you've ever seen. I don't know if you've ever seen Red Band's thigh gap, but it doesn't exist. Uh, That's just
1: cooking up a good fart. Brian, do you have a rebuttal? Tony just went pretty hard on uh on, on you farting
2: i want Redman
1: to answer this question <laughs> answer okay Redman, what's the grossest thing you've witnessed yourself
4: do while maybe being around us because i can i'd I would, I would say uh sleeping at that hotel at that uh... <laughs> oh, dude
2: the one that even in in philly, you in philly in philadelphia <laughs> That was the absolute worst. It's actually
1: how Tom Hanks got AIDS in the movie Philadelphia (laughs) was that hotel room.
2: People almost got fired for that one. People almost got fired.
4: Yeah, that was was probably the worst hotel I've ever stayed at in my life.
2: Me too. (laughs) Absolutely. That was a huge fuck up.
1: Uh, the grossest thing that I've ever done—we'll get back to the red band here in, in a second—the grossest thing I've ever done was uh, so Michael Bisping needed to uh, use the restroom, and we uh-huh. never want the guests to see us before we go out because we're in the the main room green room, uh, which is uh, uh, the main room green room bathroom. Uh, so he needed to come use the restroom. So we all hid in the shower. While Michael Bisping went in to, to pee, and as soon as we closed the shower door, I farted on Joel and Chris. <laughs> like in close quarters. And I Bisping heard. heard it too. He said something. Bisping's like, like Oi, oh, that <laughs> how you treat your friends.
2: <laughs> something so like that. What a funny guy. What a funny guy. For as many pun extremely hard, especially for when you factor in, he's been getting punched in the head forever. What a cool, funny guy. You With didn't Mike ha- Bisping up there, honorable mention for a first-time guest of 2019.
4: You didn't have to hide in the shower. You could have just stood on his left. Oh, my
1: uh, goodness. Uh, <laughs>
5: uh,
1: Joel, Joel got so mad at me when I farted in the shower. He was like, "He's like, what did you say, Joel?
6: I don't remember, dude. I just remember, I I hate... I hate when people fart for the most part. I've become kind of immune to yours like in a hotel room situation. (laughs) Well, like it just becomes part of like the air we have, but like, but if it's like in a closed space, I get bumped. You're maybe one of the only farts in the like world I could tolerate like that.
2: You know what, let me, let me, let me re-answer the red band question again. Uh, I just remembered. When we had food poisoning coming from top. Of uh, yes. Chester. That's the ultimate uh, one. Yeah. It's truly the ultimate one.
4: Yeah. We I would were have all, to
2: agree with We that. were all absolutely as sick as we possibly could be. I've never been that sick. I don't think any of us have ever been that sick before. And uh red band threw up in a Ziploc bag. I remember <laughs> handing everybody Ziploc bags thinking cuz we didn't want we didn't want the airline to find out how sick we were because they, we knew they wouldn't let us fly, so we had to, like, low-key, like, vomit and sweat. Anyway, so Red Band <laughs> that filled, was the filled worst, up dude. a plastic
4: bag. While <gasps> sitting next to somebody, I had to, like, hide it in my armpit. Yeah. I bet chilled. you were real sneaky about <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, he had to fucking GQ vomit just into a... <laughs> They get off, yeah. Yeah, that that was the only thing that saved no, me is that yeah, we drank so I drank some of that G2 or whatever that Gatorade yeah. stuff was. So that the whole British it just smelled, like,
6: cool. it just smelled like purple. Everywhere. It was called like Lictizade <laughs> or something yeah. like that. Yeah, Lictizade. So
2: we're waiting for our check bags to come out in Manchester, England, and he pulls out this Ziploc bag filled to the brim with vomit, like sealed at the top. And he just sat it down on the ground and then winked at me afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, he looked at me and he goes, hey, yeah. <laughs>
1: he looked at me and he went, ps, psst, <laughs> He, dude, he literally left it underneath a chair at the airport. <laughs> just like a sack full of vomit. Can like, glycosane, like that's what it's called. Oh like my Zane. God. Allegedly, oh, allegedly, allegedly. He did that. allegedly. Oh, my goodness. Joel, uh, do you have a, uh, a grossest red band story? Um, grossest red band
6: story. Not. No, I mean, the one could be probably that the bag of vomit is <laughs> number one, maybe him pissing on his oh, own shit. door in, <laughs> in Ireland, too,
2: which, by the way, was like 34 hours before the vomit bag. <laughs>
1: It was it was a, not the best run for Red Band in that short amount of days.
7: <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh um I once saw him swallow a boner
6: pill at the comedy store, like, dry with no water. (laughs) Oh,
5: yeah.
6: (laughs) He was, like, getting a bunch of, like, spit in his mouth, and then he swallowed a
5: gas station
6: boner pill. That's
4: a pro move. And then a little kid looked at him and went,
7: My hero! Oh. Oh,
1: um, uh, This one comes from... uh, Tin Sin's uh, qu- question for
5: <laughs> Janice
1: just leaned over and said that was a good night.
5: <laughs> oh, <I'm not> sure. <laughs> dude,
1: dude, you want you want to know the grossest person in this van? It's Janice. Yeah. She... she probably loves them all. Though, oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I, she, she's a freak. If she's a, if she's a Brian.
3: I'll, I'll be honest. In our honeymoon phase, I actually enjoyed his part.
1: <laughs> wow, you enjoyed his farts in the honeymoon phase? Wow, what cult
6: is Redman leading? I want to know where Janice is from now. What the?
1: Oh, dude, that's so funny. Oh, wait, not not Jan- anymore, though. Okay, so Janice, this is a great question for you. What's the grossest thing you've witnessed Brian do? Yeah.
3: I don't think anything beats that Ziploc backstory.
4: What but... about what about my?
3: What? <laughs> wait, what? Oh, OK, Um, he does this thing where oh, he no. like peels off his nails. Like, he doesn't clip his nails. He just peels it off and then his toenails. And then he like leaves it on my phone when I'm not looking
2: for me to pick. <laughs> oh, up. Like, my, I not hear. What was that? He, big-
3: he he takes his toenails and then he leaves it on my stuff, like <laughs> my phone or something for me to find later.
1: I seriously am gagging. It's so disgusting. Oh, one
3: time he gave me, he picked a bunch of his nose hairs and he handed it to me and he called it a faggot of nose hairs.
5: What the
1: frick? Damn. (laughs) Because a faggot is a bundle of sticks, so
4: that's why Brian called it that. It's an educated joke. (laughs) But the toenail thing's fun because uh, you could just hear her like in the other room like, grabbing her phone and going,
2: Brian, what the
4: fuck? It's one of my favorite things.
2: Uh, I never even, uh, I, it never even, that's so gross to me that I never even thought about Brian having toenails before <laughs> until now. Like It's like my brain just protected me of thinking of what Brian's toenails must be like. But now I know they exist. and
4: Yeah, they're easy disgusting. to peel after a good shower
5: so that means they're never easy to peel oh.
1: dude uh this comes from Ten sins question for william how dare you good question wait uh, who the fuck said that who the fuck <laughs> said that one from Ten sins do you like jeremiah wonders and you're enjoying this roadcast with the kill tony cast well, come see me headline at a stand-up comedy club near you: Huntington Beach, San Diego, St. Louis, Kansas City, and Chicago. All within the next couple of months. Get tickets at JeremiahWatkins.com.
4: There's One fun a- fact is that toenail thing. I've been doing out for a long time, and I put it in my old roommate's bowl in his bong in the bowl, and he smoked it once, and he, he thought it was a seed, and because it was just smoking, that it was, and it was just a toenail. Oh, wow. That dude's wow. dead now, right? <laughs> okay he pulled it out and was like so confused they thought he OD'd
6: on marijuana they thought he was the first guy but it was just (laughs) your fucking toenail killed him
7: shout out to Shane Green (laughs) he's like why'd you say my name dude (laughs) Uh, we have a good line of uh, semi trucks coming up here if you want to uh... I mean I think we should This is what we almost have no one behind us. do it. see if we can get one here. There's a it's a good effort. <laughs> it's a good
2: effort. We're going to I'm going to speed us up to these next ones. And uh, we'll see what happens here. Jeremiah and I at one point were the truck honking champions of the United States of America. Me behind the wheel, him out the passenger side. Like right now, I think we're going to get this one. Well, actually, this is a this is like a tractor trailer type of setup here. Now, I think you're going to get it. This one's real. We got this guy. Come on. Oh, he's on his phone.
0: He's on his phone
2: and was looking at papers. That was a real homework assignment. He's Asian. We're gonna get uh, we're gonna get one of these ones up here though. That was an Asian truck driver? Look like it. An 18 (laughs) Rira! That's why you never gets old. I mean, there's something about an Asian accent. It's just (laughs) funnier than everything else. All right, here we go. This is it. This is where champions are built. This is where they are made on the American highway. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. We got yeah. That's one can he start the streak two two. right two now Valencia Brothers trucking oh Come on big money Oh he draw like a black
0: dude he had his hand behind his head oh, yeah. Oh.
5: Yeah.
2: All right we got a couple more we got a couple more coming up here and then we'll knock it out you gotta, you gotta earn it. We're, we have a little bit of a streak going right here. There's nothing more exciting. Here we go. You got this, guy. He's looking. Lazy bitch. Come on. Lazy. Oh, nothing on that. Nothing no. on that nothing. guy was looking and everything. Yeah, oh. he
0: was.
2: If they're looking in their rearview mirror, it's usually a good sign. Here you go. We got this one. Come on. We Come on. we got the pacing just right. Yep. Yep. Yeah! Give him a thumbs up.
5: Yeah,
2: that's a good one. Heck yeah! Wow, epic! I don't know. There's two more. We're we're close enough now to where uh. You know that's illegal. Let me remind you that if you drink Caveman Coffee and use the promo code Kill Tony, you save twenty percent. All right. Here we go. 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 Heartland Express. We're going a little fast. So I'm not gonna lie. I take the blame if we don't get it. To, All right, let's la- get this one. Last one. This guy's got like fuel or something. These are usually the hardest ones
7: to make honk because
2: they have to be responsible. Come on! Come on! Whoa! Hey! Very good.
7: And that's how you do it in the pros. That's why we are the truck honking champions. 244 miles.
1: Wow. That was exhilarating, guys. I don't know if that translated to audio or video, but that was a lot of fun. And Tony Hinchcliffe and I still remain the truck honking champions of the world.
2: One of those things. Uh, one of those things where when you're on the road, little things like that break up the monotonous uh The monotony of being in a car. It's almost like having a connection and reliving your childhood. Uh,
1: This is a question that uh, is is good. It is at frog dick 27. Have you ever gotten any positive or negative attention from the Kill Bill crew? I hope Quentin or Uma watch. I have a little story about uh, this that Tony actually didn't believe uh, me when I told him because it sounds so far fetched. Uh, I saw Quentin Tarantino once uh, in person at a Thai restaurant on Sunset Boulevard called Toy. Shout out to Toy. Shout out to Toy. I love that place. So
2: I just stayed there last week with the great Don Barris. Unbelievably great Thai food. I almost don't even want you people to know about it because I, I don't want you there.
1: So I'm sitting uh, there on a Sunday afternoon. It is dead there. I'm um, with my wife and uh, one of the only few other people there are Quentin Tarantino. And he's with two women uh, that look the, the way that they're talking and the way that they're holding conversation. They're either friends or they're some kind of production people or casting or something like that. It felt very industry kind of like a, of a hang. Uh, before my wife and I left the restaurant, I, I know how big of a, uh, a Quentin Tarantino fan that Tony is. So I'm like, I'm just gonna invite him to kill Tony. I don't know if what he'll say, but I went up to his table and uh, uh, I I said, hey, really sorry to interrupt uh, your guys' meal, but uh, I'd love to invite you to uh, a show that uh, that I'm a part of that we do every week at the comedy store. It's called Kill Tony, and I think that you'd really enjoy it. And if uh, if if any of you would like to come, um, I'd gladly put you on the guest list, and you guys can just come anytime you'd like on any Monday at eight o'clock. He goes, huh? Uh, where'd you say I was at again? I said, oh, it's at the comedy store. He goes, the comedy store, huh? He goes, thanks a lot for that invite. And that was that was the gist of it. But he was he he appreciated it. It seemed like, and the the two women that he were he was with appreciated that I was inviting them and not just being like, Mr. Tarantino, Mr. Tarantino. I was like, yeah, if you ladies would like to come or you'd like to come and that was that was the gist of the story but it was very direct and, and by uh, the
4: way that's very ballsy that you did that because being an la guy you know how no that's a big no-no interrupting somebody while they're eating at you know like a dinner table or a food table
1: dude i literally i had never seen him in person before and i know how big of a fan tony is and i wanted him to show up so bad that night i was like this will if he gets pissed at me this will be worth it like just to on the off chance no no no, of quentin oh. If 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 he got upset with me for interrupting me, I'll just be I'm really sorry. You know, I love your show literally at toy. There's Quentin Tarantino stuff everywhere. There's Pulp Fiction posters. So just have him sitting like
7: 15 feet away. It was very, very. Surreal um, here. Uh, here we go. Oh, wow. What was that? Oh. Oh, is that your phone? IG. Oh, that's coming through the mic. <laughs> My bad. All good. Uh. Oh, this is funny. This is for you, David,
1: probably. And Tony. At John G. Doe. How far would David Lucas have to go before you kick him off the show for roasting guests too hard? <laughs> if a guest was actually upset, would you feel obligated to let David go? <laughs>
0: I don't know. No, Tell me I mean, episode.
2: I definitely couldn't, uh, I definitely couldn't get rid of David for that. I mean.
0: He just ushered me off like he did the other night. Yeah. All right, guys, David Lucas. I mean, Jesus. <laughs> You're,
2: you really, it's interesting because you don't, uh, you don't fuck around, man. You hit people where it hurts. Like,
1: <laughs> dude, he went after Eddie Pepitone's teeth. I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> Eddie's the most like,
0: innocent bystander and and he tried to say i couldn't swim did he say that did you not hear him Uh, he sort of insinuated
2: (laughs) however i knew he went over the line immediately (laughs) it's to the point now to where like if a guest starts to say anything about david that's when i'm like no (laughs) 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 because yeah i mean i would never i would i just wouldn't make fun of eddie's teeth if we hung out for like 10 years, just the two of us, I probably would never make fun of his teeth. <laughs> Meanwhile, he called him
1: Jurassic Park. I was like, what are you doing?
2: <laughs> but at the same time, it's pretty, It's. I think it's a cool element, new element to the show because I don't ever make fun of the guests. So I get to sort of be like, the good cop in that moment, right, like, oh right. no, this is what he does. Everybody, I'm sorry. You know what I mean? Like, there's—he's a loose cannon. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> but man, that that Michael Bisping shit was epic. I don't know if the fan, like, I don't think somebody
0: made a meme out of that. They put Debo Michael Bisping oh, and then a picture god. of me. Oh my
5: god,
2: <laughs> dude! I
1: for people who weren't there, they don't realize the degree and severity of the anger that was coming off of bisping (laughs) i was i mean tony you're literally right next to him i'm i'm sitting on where the band sits just seven feet away and i'm like this dude might get up and slap david lucas
2: i was completely ready to have my right hand go behind bisping's shoulder and bring him back down that's i mean i was ready to pull him back down, even though he didn't stand up. Ah! <laughs> I was ready to literally like I was just going to hold on to him like a kid like holds on to a like.
1: What if he wore you like a backpack and <laughs> kept <laughs> I mean, yeah, he,
0: I, he turned into a UFC like yeah. pre fight show. Yeah. It was like dance, boy dance. I was yeah, like what the fuck. When he said that I was like I was like David, chill out man. I was like
1: need to go more. That's why I was trying to I wanted more. Want want more. Oh dude.
0: I can't go. It. it was crazy. That like was Like I told Tony, he got one eye. He's not beating me. Oh, uh, that's, just that's him around that's, on his chair. Just, <laughs> you wouldn't know. I mean, that's
9: just insanity.
1: He would beat the
5: living <laughs> shit out
1: of <laughs> Oh dude. it'd be insane. <laughs>
0: Now, he probably would, but I could take his ass with him. Uh, I would have had
2: a nice little civil suit. By the way, you get your ass beat by Mike Bisping on a live podcast, you're a legend. I'm so. viral. Yeah. I showed
0: away 10 million.
2: Five days later, and no one can even see.
1: Brian's a different kind of viral.
2: <laughs> and no one could even see the bruises on you, David, so it's a uh, win win. Uh, oh, no, no. shit. Oh, no,
1: no. What's my name? Oh, no, no. What's my name? Uh, this this is funny. This scary Birdman says, "Tell Brian to stop playing the camgirl jingle noise. I can't play the podcast on my work PC with that noise going out <laughs> over the speakers." I love I love how that's the thing. Well, the, like, well, then the comment below says, "Bones Jones," as he goes, "LOL." But rape and asshole jokes are fine for work. <laughs> <laughs> like for whatever reason, the boss just hears a shin yeah. and there's
4: like, like, "Hey, what just, are you watching in here?" That just sounds like a, a text. That it sounds like a text message. Also,
1: anybody, also anybody who knows what that is at the boss level, yeah. then you'd be like, "How
4: do you know what that yeah. is?" Yeah, then you could bro out with that guy.
0: <laughs> See, Brian, We're a- trying to add on a little bit. I'm getting chilly. Thank you.
7: Um, cold. This one comes from. Hmm. There's a lot of good ones, actually. This is an intermission, so if you're listening to this now, no, just sick of this. No. Well, okay, this one comes from
1: uh, at Christian H. Buck. What is everyone's favorite memory of Kill Tony Mania 2018? Mine is Mikey McKiernan on the panel crushing.
2: Yeah, that's good. Thank you for that question. You just reminded me of something very important. Let's ask someone else first.
7: Uh, uh, okay. Favorite
2: um, Kill Tony Mania memory?
1: Yeah, do you have a...
6: Do you have yeah, a I, I would say just being in the green room with everybody, like in between those shows, having pizza, and I don't know, it was fun. There was such a, like, almost um, rock and roll, like, concert green room
1: vibe to it. Uh, Chris, what about you? Uh, buddy, because, uh, uh, you get to go on like some of the, the more like regional, uh, shows with us, like to Vegas and to Arizona and like San Fran. So, uh, what, what are you uh, usually feeling when we go on the road versus, you know, the vibe at the comedy store?
2: Oh yeah. The road, it's, it's definitely, uh, it's a, it's a, def- it's a big difference in the, in the feeling. And then just also trying to get everything ready for sure. And like packed up for however many shows, cause um, the show's gotten so big now that we, we're, we're doing two, three shows at a time when we go on the road. So yeah, just packing for everything is quite a bit, a uh, big difference.
1: Uh, do you have a favorite memory from uh, uh, Kill Tony Mania you, last year?
2: Yeah, just being in the van last year was actually uh, really fun because there's like 12 or 14 of us just all crammed in. But uh, like Joel was saying, it was definitely like a, like a tour kind of rock star experience. It was really fun.
1: Heck yeah uh this one comes from at dan underscore pena uh do you ever think about some way of getting rid of the i don't know i was called i have nothing to say people maybe announce it at the start of the show that if this is them and they get called just put their hand up and say next name huh that's
2: yeah. it happens so rarely nowadays that i think that uh but i think that it says a lot it's very telling about the person that got pulled out of the bucket if they say that clearly they don't listen to the show a lot clearly they're new overall clearly uh they're just not extremely professional so it's not really it used to be one of those things that i would really even acknowledge but now i just i don't i don't even i don't i almost i just go to my next question or what i want to know about the person rather than delving into that we've already covered that i try to keep every episode as refillable as possible and just yelling at people without it being funny is a waste of a waste of everyone's time now and the momentum of the comedy show that we're doing.
1: This one comes from, uh, it's me, Bob, uh, what next step or steps do you want to see kill Tony take? Obviously it's doing fantastic, but do you see yourself starting to find it stale and needing to take it to a new level? I don't feel like it feels stale at all. I feel like it keeps, evolving and growing uh but i think that the the next steps is more of an interesting question than making it feel stale like what we're i guess what we're trying to do i think we're kind of already it's naturally uh kind of evolving like with the theaters that we're starting to do as as if you look at the trajectory of some of our peers like the the burts and toms out there who <laughs> <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> Oh, he did the kitty. He did the kitty cat. He, he did the he did the kill Tony kitty cat when I I did a thirty second explanation. That
5: fucking funny. Look
1: at the look at the tape on that. Uh, I was talking for thirty seconds. Uh, on uh, you see the what our peers are doing. It's just a natural uh, evolution. <laughs> Oh, my God. I feel what Michael Bisping is feeling right now. Uh, Do you have any uh, thoughts on that, Brian?
2: Uh, Oh, you know what? It's a it's a dumb question. There's nothing.
1: What the steps to take? I don't think it's necessarily a dumb question.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's a dumb question because we already do it. If we told you every single thing that's, you know, that that I have envisioned for a year out or two years out. What would be the fun in that? Everything's happening organically. The shows are we talking about the show growing like next steps? It's already happening. We have David. David, how long have you been doing stand up?
0: Uh, about six years religiously.
7: Six
2: years religiously. He's, you know, been featured heavily on roast shows and this and that. We're talking about six years big time in the game and. You know, he's a new regular and William's been doing it 12 years and he's the most recent regular, whereas when we started, it was literally the regulars. It was their first times doing stand up. It was, you know, this and that. And another part of the natural evolution of the show is uh, more veteran style comedians doing it on Monday's episode. We had a lady. uh, uh, I can't remember her name. Aaliyah Mansfield. Yes. Very, very funny. A Mansfield, who has been doing it 12 or 15 years or something like that. And we had another person on the show on Monday that's been doing it 12 years. And I feel like that's a big part of the evolution of the show, too, is on its home shows in L.A., having extremely like veteran unknown comedians that can really kill um, signing up and doing the show, whereas originally uh, there wasn't really that opportunity because it wasn't such a massive well-known show with such a great fan base. So now it's become an opportunity for people that are extremely talented to come on and sort of showcase themselves and their stories and their sense of humors and uh, not just their 60 seconds and get known by people that actually like comedy. So that happens all organically. And, and open
0: up hella doors. Yep, I got a fucking pilot from Kill Tony. Booyah! I'm the pilot. we're all going down uh
1: yeah i uh i think that that's something that's definitely interesting that i've noticed over uh over the years is that uh more and more experienced comics
2: are starting to sign up for the show and we're also performing all around the globe now i mean we're going to australia next week and so, like everyone on that show is going to sound Australian because we're going to be in fucking Australia. So, you know, yeah, like you said, the,
4: the veteran comics. That wasn't that crazy. That one guy we had was it this week or last week? He had his own Comedy Central special. Oh, he had uh, a half
1: hour
2: I on found Comedy Central about that. And I, I almost dude, and yeah. I almost guarantee you that he probably probably got a bigger boost from one appearance on. This show then Absolutely. is half hour filled with commercials on Comedy Central. Probably put up Friday at midnight.
0: Yeah, he did the Kevin Hart shit. That's dope.
2: Ah, ah I see.
0: The city, you know, where they go to cities and get the comedians and give them a half hour. Uh,
2: there's a lot of people in this car, so let's keep the uh, Kevin Hart talk down. You know what I mean? I don't want to uh, bring any bad karma. <laughs> Yo,
4: <laughs> right uh joel
1: are you uh excited to go to uh, australia buddy
6: yeah i'm excited of course
1: <laughs> wow
6: no i no I, you know what it is i try not to think of it as this huge thing because i will i'll freak myself out
1: It's a real it's a real thing.
6: So I just I'm just like, yeah, that's fine. I'll pack my bags. I'll be I'll get I'll get there when I'm supposed to. And
2: uh... let me ask you this. Joel has a lot of travel anxiety, like you had an all out panic attack before we went to Europe, right? Yeah. So what is it about long trips like that that gets in your head? Like, is it the travel? Is it the pressure of having to do a good show? Uh,
6: I'd say it's everything. Yeah, it's everything. It starts swirling, and then it fucking... Then it just starts to, like... um, Then I start to feel weird because of that, and then I'm like, oh, no, now I'm this, I can't go, blah, blah, blah. A big thing that did help with that was you guys, when you guys got sick in Europe, uh, that was, like, worst, maybe worst-case scenario. And so being able to make it through that. Now, a lot of these other things aren't like a really a big deal anymore. I, I'm definitely doing better with it. I, yeah. I just try not to like blow it up in my head before it happens. Um, whatever. I'll be, it'll be great. Once I'm there, I'm fantastic. Or like, it's an interesting
2: know. subject. Cause I think a lot of people deal with anxiety a lot more than uh, they talk about. And, um, and uh, yeah, Joel actually, You went to the hospital before we went to Europe. Yeah. Yeah. I used to have anxiety really bad. I I checked myself in the hospital three times.
4: I called the police on myself. Oh, my God. But it just (laughs) it just went away like around age 40. It just I started
5: eating toenails.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's definitely an experience thing. The more times you fly and the more times you get out there, the easier it gets just like anything yeah
6: yeah our summer tour really helped too because we were on the move so much like i got my packing down to a science i got the whole i started getting in the swing of it all but um yeah i'm fine i have a blast when i'm there and stuff it all that that is the the cure is just going
2: i mean there is a feeling of dread that never ends right before going on the road like no matter what like, yeah. oh, are my, is my dog going to be OK? Is yeah. this OK? You know what I mean? Like, Did I leave a fucking I'm getting sick or did whatever I leave that fuck? on like that just never ends. There's always a I never feel great the day before heading on the road. Never great. Maybe 80 percent at best.
1: Yeah, I agree. For me, the only anxiety that comes uh, before leaving is the packing because uh, just mainly just with Kill Tony, because I'm always wanting to make sure I'm not forgetting a piece of, of a costume or a wig or something like that. Uh, Cause it happened one time where I forgot a wig and it was just like the worst feeling like, be, like there wasn't time for me to go home. Uh, and yeah, that's the only time I get like worked up is like, because we have to pack. So Joel and I have to pack so much and I still Joel's packing is Really impressive, like how how tight he can uh, get stuff. William, how you doing back there, man? He's talking about when we're alone in the hotel room packing. It was a
6: packing. It was a butt fucking joke. All right, William. Back- used
2: to having uh, to squeeze his whole family into a small right. car. <laughs> <laughs> they have a uh, a lot of people don't know this, but Joel's family travels in a Nissan Juke. Hello. <laughs> hey.
1: Ryan J Ebel, do you uh do you ever deal with anxiety or uh or uh, or or panic? Since we're on
7: the 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 topic, uh yeah, actually, pretty badly most of the time. Oh really?
5: Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 That's the best response. Oh
1: what 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 would you say is the origin or the the fuel of that?
7: I have no idea. It set in
9: weirdly enough years ago. I went on a road trip with some friends, and after the weekend was over, I got home, and for some reason, I had a mild freakout. I have no idea why. Like was fine all during the trip. Got home, lost my mind, and for years after that, like social anxiety, worried about doing stuff. Like like it. It's sort of like a through line. I
2: just and learn how to manage it.
7: Yeah.
2: Wow, definitely. I would have it did that. That first one's a doozy. Yeah. 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 I remember that first one. It was crazy. I uh, it was my first time ever smoking pot by myself or at my house. And I did it both at the same time. My mom, who very rarely left the house when I was a kid, Went out to like dinner with my aunt or something like that. And I had a pot in the back of my Teddy Rock Spin. Like, uh, oh, I still have mine. <laughs> it was like 13 or 14 or something. Did it
1: have a zipper on it?
2: Yeah, it had a little zipper on the back with a battery pack. And I took a little bit of pot and I put it on, a, I squeezed down like a Coca Cola can, put some holes in it. I ended up, because I put like a bowl on there, because I was just used to smoking bowls with my friends. And then I'm like, oh, I'm by myself, but I might as well not waste the pot. So I smoked the whole bowl to myself and then boom, I spent the next three or four hours just pacing, sweating, crying. I couldn't stop walking. I just kept pacing around in circles.
1: I've only had one panic attack in my life, and it was during the weight gain challenge because uh, I've, never, I've never experienced it before. I was on stage at the comedy store. And one of the things that was really the the only health thing that was wrong with that, uh, the the weight gaining is I kept constantly having sugar crashes. I would literally get so high off the sugar that I was eating. And then and like an hour later, I would start to crash and feel terrible because my body was so in flux with all the eating that I was doing. So I bombed on stage at the comedy store in the OR late night. There's... Th- four people in there. I'm bombing so bad, like getting nothing where I, my heart starts racing. I literally went out to my car and I started like breathing in and out like really hard. And I started crying like in my car. And uh, that was the only time in my life I've had a panic attack. Wow. And it was directly related. I know for a fact from the sugar that was going so up and down like in my body. Wow. You know, your sugar levels are still like that, right? somewhat yes it's it's definitely an issue uh tony makes fun of me because uh after i eat a meal i'll get a lot of energy and then uh an hour later
2: after you eat a meal you get how red band and i get after four drinks like it's like you get like happy and silly and goofy and you'll just be having fun and you'll do silly voices and impressions and and then he crashes and just yeah. mumbles to himself with his eyes open. And
1: he- Hey, that was on the back. That was on the way back from La Jolla. Uh, Red Band saw me at maybe one of the worst he's ever seen me uh, when I crashed after McDonald's. Yeah.
4: Which was the best it McDonald's,
1: the best McDonald's, McDonald's I've minutes. ever had in my life. Like
4: they seriously, It was it really
1: started. good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Red Band and I found a McDonald's that may not even exist. Maybe it was a dream. <laughs> yeah, a it was a, a dream. It was dream. it was that good. Uh I want to do this segment. It's a, uh, it's a, it's definitely a, a segment that's a favorite of uh, of Brian's and Tony's in the car when we do it. It's called sax talk. Uh,
5: oh, sax talk.
1: Now, uh, <laughs> uh, all right. So since we have Ryan J E Belt in the car. Uh, yeah, Boy, I, I, I would love. You know
2: what? I think we should uh, plug our dates before this part of the show. Uh, <laughs> we're doing Kill Tony's just announced. Yeah, that's fine. Columbus, Cleveland, Pittsburgh, D.C. just added another show and we're going back to New York City at the Gramercy Theater. If this isn't going up before Australia, right? Uh, no.
1: I don't think so. There you go. I think it'll be uh, who knows. It'll be out in a few weeks from now.
2: Columbus, Cleveland, D.C., Pittsburgh, New York. And Calgary, Canada have been announced.
1: Heck yeah. When
4: Calgary is at like the end of January, right? Something like that. And don't, uh, and don't forget for the best tech reviews, check out JTech, where Jeremiah reviews tech technology.
1: Whoa. What that's like a deep. I lived reference. What did, where, where did you, uh, where did you have that? I'm a J tech fan. What dude? <laughs> Whoa. What do, Brian has my movie I lived up. It's a, this independent suspense thriller that I starred in. J-Tech. That's I so. That's so funny, dude. Oh yeah. Definitely. Oh yeah. You have all the. All, no, is that a I Google Images? sex
7: scene
4: saved
1: on. A- oh my goodness, there is a sex scene in it. Um, angry Jeremiah. Uh, right there. For um, this will be out uh, yeah, here in a little bit. November uh, at the end of November, I'll be uh, headlining in St. Louis at Helium Comedy Club, and then uh, December sixth, uh, uh, San Diego with the Kiltoni band and William Montgomery. William, you excited for that show? I'm pumped. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, December nineteenth through twenty first, I'll be headlining in Kansas City. Uh, so yeah, let's get into sax talk now. Uh, Ryan, would you be willing to share a story of a, uh, a sexual encounter while I play some sax along with it? Sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited for this. Um, whenever you are ready, my friend, I will follow you along. I don't know. You may want to skip me. I can't think of anything
2: good off the top of my head. Any any sex stories? This is how we find out Ryan's a virgin, and you play Careless Whisper to end the episode. Yeah, no, no, it, it, (laughs) it.
9: no, no, not not a virgin, but it's all pretty pedestrian. And I'm trying to think of anything. What's the weirdest
2: place you've ever uh, jerked off? Well, I'm gonna say uh, probably the.
9: For yeah. the first time, out of the house at at grandma and grandpa's house.
2: Hey, where's that saxophone, <laughs> dude? Let's do this shit. Oh my God, <laughs> it's the worst. Uh, so, did you do it like in bed with them, like uh Willy Wonka style, <laughs> head to feet? <laughs>
9: Well, see, what was great, my grandfather basically had a Playboy subscription since the 70s, and for years, we knew where they were, like, me and my sister, like, we knew where he kept them stashed, but, you know, it was, and, and he was, you know, he was a nice guy, he wasn't, like, you know, particularly strict or anything, but it was always kind of verboten, like, you know, you, know, you, don't, you don't get into grandpa's stuff, basically. <laughs> but into
2: grandpa's stuff you would eventually yeah, well, you know
9: but once uh, once the hormones started taking over it's like it was a lot easier to make that transition
5: yeah.
9: and it was in this chest next to his chair like his his big like comfy chair in the living room Ooh, grandpa's dirty chair
5: yeah.
9: and so you go in and there were some like popular mechanics and like that sort of like magazines on top yeah, basically the book covers for the good stuff. Uh huh. But the real trick was, is it's like you know the way they were arranged. Because of course, when you're a kid, it's like you don't want to get caught. So I end up going into full, you know, Mission Impossible mode, trying to memorize exactly the order and how all of these magazines are organized in this stack
2: but the mission was possible wasn't it
9: oh yeah 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 no once once i fished fish the first one out okay okay, okay.
5: <laughs>
2: oh that thing is so fucking loud i think you could go at like half power and it'll still carry on the podcast i almost guarantee it okay ryan j uh-huh so you're you're memorizing where the auto mechanics are and where the playboys are Oh, yeah, and if, you know, if this one's slightly tilted compared to the angle of the next one underneath it, and then trying to, like, slide
9: one out, you know, like, like Indiana Jones here, it's like, can I get one out without disturbing the entire stack and blowing anything else over? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Indiana and, moans over here,
2: uh-huh. and then what happened?
9: Well, and then of course, like the first thing, it's like you flip through it, and in, you know, even at that age, it's like you're already a connoisseur. It's like even though you haven't seen or done anything, you're already looking through it, going like, uh, "Not good yeah, enough for no, me." no, this girl, like uh, Miss Miss May, definitely, definitely not, not, right. not on my. Uh, yeah, let's, let's see what April has.
2: So. Uh-huh. Then next thing you know you spit on your hand and you just jerk and you accidentally come all over the auto mechanics magazine and oh no uh, that was one where I, I did have a you know like suck in moment
9: like realizing like i i wasn't paying attention to uh-huh. to uh, so yeah but no. <laughs> but but was smart enough to leave the magazine there and when i went to finish uh, you know a pure imagination based on what whoever i did end up liking
2: that's right so what car from auto mechanics did you end up jerking off to
9: oh well uh, we were
7: discussing a uh, 71 uh, dodge challenger yeah. <laughs> an abrupt ending uh, sex talk
1: Uh, so you jerked off uh, to one of your grandpa's magazines
5: yeah yeah
4: oh Brian's got his sunglasses on which means he's up to no good what are you doing back there Brian you tell me when this thing's over so I can throw this Sour Patch Kid and hit it right at the camera lens so it'd be a cool ending
1: uh yeah I don't know about that oh dude that was okay this water is still open up here it still doesn't have a, a cap,
5: dude. He hit
1: the water bottle.
5: bottle. No cap.
1: How I are my shorts still... even wearing? Oh, yes.
5: I'm sucked. You're stupid.
1: I did like hearing Janice say, "You stupid! Yeah.
5: <laughs> you
1: stupid!" I didn't. I, I didn't know Janice was Latino. You stupid! <laughs> you stupid! Hey, Brian, why you so stupid? eh? It's
2: like an episode of White Men Can't Jump. If the white man actually could not jump,
1: Brian, why did you put all that money into basketball? You can't play. Uh. Well, cool, guys. Um, thank you for listening to the roadcast. I will encourage you guys to keep sending in. Uh, oh, my dude, this is incredible. Um, since we have Ryan Jay in the car with us, he did a kill Tony. Roadcast drawing. Look at this thing. This is so freaking cool. There's so many details in here. Uh, for you audio listeners, there's Slimer. There's a bison. There's music notes. There's spilled water. There, uh, there's William Montgomery's uh, nanny's teeth. <laughs> there's a semi for the truck honking. There's a gas mask for the fart talk. Uh, wow. There's a Teddy Ruxpin here. There is a, um, a how how dare you. There's a uh, fries for the, uh, the the different burger talk that we were talking about. Uh, Sacramento LA there's a sheep uh, that Janice mentioned uh, a whoopee cushion wow man this is uh, check out Ryan J Ebel's prints uh, at ryanjebell.com or shopsquad.tv uh, links to all the different uh, merch and stuff there's a new Kill Tony shirt that's out and
2: the new book is available now on Amazon right by the time yeah. this comes out yeah and uh we still
1: have a, a warehouse full of calendars guys uh <laughs> The, game, the warehouse is built, uh, built of calendars there's, and a, there's um, calendars inside. There's a lot of calendars left, guys. Uh, so if you uh, would like to do that, you can get that at JeremiahWatkins.com. Watkins uh, There's also a link at ShopSquad dot TV. Um, I encourage you guys to keep sending out your kindness challenge letters. Haven't uh, read one on the show here in a little bit. Uh, I will say that I, uh, I donated to the dare program recently as, uh, <laughs> as my kindness challenge. Uh, what, uh, you do anything, uh, recently, uh, Tony, you do qualify.
2: Yeah, no, I don't do any of that faggy shit to overcompensate <laughs> for, uh, you know, only caring about myself. I just really only take care of my friends and, uh. Do uh, nice things for the people closest to me, not a bunch of strangers or organizations run by CEOs that take all the money and keep them.
1: Well, it can it can be for uh, it can actually be for somebody that, you know, Uh, it can be little or big. It doesn't have to be for a stranger. So uh, you're you're actually you're killing it. The kindness challenge uh, and you're doing a great job driving and being our captain on this trip, my friend.
2: That's right. The kindness never ends with me. Always in the middle of it.
1: Heck yeah, we love you guys. Thank you for listening or watching this roadcast. And uh, we will see you in a city near you with Kill Tony. And uh, thanks for supporting Jeremiah Wonders. Bye, we love you. Okay, Brian, <laughs> you spilled.
5: Oh, you did, you did it. You did
1: it. You did it. Congratulations, you hit the camera.